Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Welcome back to another episode of Vic It All Be So Simple. I'm your host, Doc J, Doc Johnson, Hood Hitch, all of the above. And y'all know what it is, man. We back. Uh, of course, our weekly reminder, Kobe and Nip should be here. Marathon continues. Mama mentality. All that good shit. Like I always say, that definitely helped me through a lot of times. Tough times in my life uh, brought me where I am today. So y'all take that, put that in your pipe and smoke it. Hopefully it can help you through some shit. Uh, of course, follow me on socials on Twitter at so simple pod on Instagram at it could all be so simple pod. Of course, I'm always on there responding, talking shit, etc. Um, but yeah, man, let's just get right into it. Of course, our questions of the day. And this one's going to be I'm not going to make this a deep version of anything, but it's going to be. Uh, why don't we communicate during the early stages? Why are we afraid? To really be ourselves And how well do we really know someone If we claim that we really know them And I'll explain that a little bit later But And then what are the stages And then lastly How do I talk and communicate Right So Let's let Tevin talk for a second Yeah Cause usually what happens When we get into that talking stage Right it starts to sound like this. We send to ten people, tune people out with that shit, right? That's all we hear. That's literally all we hear. <laughs> I ain't trying to hear all that shit. So. Let's get into it, right? I'm going to go through the stages. And my version of stages are going to be much different than other people's. I understand that. The way, I, the way my brain works is different than other people's. I get all that shit too, right? So for me, when we get to like hearing things about like state the talking stage and seeing each other, what stage of dating, I'm talking about my version of it. And I'm going to give you all a little insight. So like the talking stage, right? Y'all may, some may call it, uh, we're just seeing each other, getting to know each other. Cool. Then why in the fuck don't y'all get to know each other then? So with the talking stage, you can't find out information that matters to you. The key word is to you if you don't talk. And again, I'm gonna reiterate, this is not that, you know, you just need to communicate with each other and you can make things better and because all that shit is true. But of course, it's me, Doc J. I'm gonna give it to you my way. Pause if necessary, right? So you can't find out the information that matters to you if you don't ask the questions, if you don't talk. So for example, something that matters to me is sense of humor. I've said it on, on a bunch of episodes from before, but one of my little tricks used to be, of course, a long time ago, long, long, long time ago, um, I pull up at McDonald's. If I'm, if I'm going through the process of trying to take you out, I'm courting you. We get to know each other like through text or whatever it may be. And I ask you out for dinner and drinks. I never necessarily said it was going to be, you know, prime rib and fucking margaritas all night or wine. You know what I'm saying? I may pull up at McDonald's just to see how you react. 
because I'm attracted to sense of humor. And now, if you take it in stride, then yeah, I'm gonna keep it moving. I mean, I, I do it all I, regardless. I maybe only a handful of times I actually pulled in and ordered some shit, but that's just more so. Yeah, you can say it's a test, that's petty or whatever. But I'm just being silly because I'm just I'm just in a silly mood. I'm always in a good mood. But the times that I really got some shit on my mind is because I really got some shit on my mind. And at that point, I'm not going to uh, I'm not going to make it into something that's going to bleed over into a date. I won't even go on a date if that's the case. Right. But when it comes to actually hanging out and getting to know each other, I want to see how you react to something like that. So if you can just be silly and be and be goofy with me, we already started off on a on a on a good foot. And I found out some information. So now from that point, I'm going to ask you. So like, what's your favorite stand up? What's your favorite movie? What's your favorite? I'm literally just asking just off the cuff, random throwing shit out of wall type questions that you would think. Oh, they're just random. The questions, yes, are random in the sense of I just I'm thinking of them on the fly. But they're not random because I'm asking you questions that matters to me. So if I'm asking you one of my favorite movies is Harlem Nights. I can recite that shit from front to back. Bad Boys 1 and 2. There's another one. I can go on and on. But Step Brothers. Me and my lady, we bonded over Step Brothers when we first met. So if I'm asking you questions and I'm asking about movies and whatever, and I'm telling you, I'm asking because I want to see what your sense of humor is like. Then we may get into some other shit or whatever it may be, but. These are not deep questions. This is not tell me about a time in your life that was the most traumatic that made you who you are today. And I ain't nobody trying to hear all that shit on a first set of dates. Right. That's what I mean by asking the questions that matters to you. So y'all going to stay up texting late and talking about bullshit. So slide some real shit in there and I'm going to get into the ways to do it later. But that's just a little early one for you when I say. Your real shit is the real shit that matters to you. Capitalize on the infatuation. Because what happens when you first start liking each other? Yeah, some people call it the honeymoon stage, the uh, infatuation stage, puppy love, whatever you want to call it, right? Capitalize on that. Because usually around that time is safe space anyway. That person cannot say anything wrong during that fr- during that stage. So if you phrase it a certain type of way, you're going to get the answers that you want. So when you're looking at it like when you're looking at it like y'all are up late doing a little cute texting and even even shit, even in your 30s and 40s, I'm almost 40. And I know people in my age that still do that because it's, it's just you're human. Naturally, you're going to stay up late. You're going to be texting. You know, I'm not sleep. Are you sleep? Nah, you go to bed. No, I want I want to stay up into all that same shit that you used to do at 14, 15, 16 years old, you doing it at 35, 36, 37, 38, shit into your 40s too. It's cool. Nothing wrong with it. But capitalize on that. Because when you're doing that, usually the later it gets, the nastier it gets. So if sexual things matter to you, you can have a conversation about sex that doesn't mean you're having a sexual conversation. So two different things. I can mean asking you about what's your favorite position. What's your favorite this? What? How do you like this? How do you like that? Because I just want to know. I may not be into any of the shit that I'm asking you, but I want to know if you are. That doesn't mean that we're sexting or, or things are getting sexual. 
Just want to point that part out, right? Because it's a safe space. So now when you start getting those answers to that, that person is already in the zone of liking you and you can kind of really do no wrong because it's still so early. You may get some of the answers that you're looking for and be able to give the answers that you that you truly feel and not be judged about it. That's why I say that 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 stage comes with a judgment free mindset. Because then you got to start asking yourself, like, why don't you communicate? Because you may be scared to get judged. So you may have somebody who has a hypersexual past. You call it a whole phase. You can call it whatever body count high. And this is for guys and girls. Doesn't matter. But you may be scared to get judged because of that. I personally don't mind having a conversation about body count. Everybody got to pass. Also, if it matters to you, how many people this person has been with? I'm sorry, but I know I'm saying don't judge, but I'm judging that y'all 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 are weird. Like, oh, okay, well, if I've been with 40 people in a two year time span, but I was in love to me with all 40 people, what's it to you? Really, what's it to you, period? But I, I'll sidestep that tangent. But y'all motherfuckers is weird. Body count is body count. Everybody got a history. Everybody got a past. Everybody was somebody sloppy seconds at first. Everybody was somebody thirsty thirds. However, you whatever phrase you want to put on it, it does not matter. You got some people who don't want to hear about it. Cool. I'm not saying ask just specifically about that, but I'm saying to me, I don't care about that. So I may find a way to slide that in there to ask just because I'm just curious. I ask about everything. Not really too much bothers me until we start getting into some creepy, nasty shit that obviously none of this podcast is is about. So as long as it's nothing like that, I'm cool with it. So I'm going to ask. But also, I'm going to ask, are you how comfortable with you with questions? See, even that at the early stages, all this is about the early stages of dating. None of this is about when y'all three, four, five years in and how to communicate and make things better. And I don't care about that. I'm talking about at the beginning because that's going to affect later. But if you attack it at the beginning, if I ask you, yo, how comfortable I'm an open book. So how comfortable are you? Because I ask, I just tend to ask a lot of questions and I'm random with my shit. And they say, oh, well, you know, I'm, I'm a private person. Well, the whole point of me, the whole point of us even talking is to get to know each other. So if you're private about certain things, cool, I can respect that. But if I'm talking to you and I'm just talking to you and you just like talking to a wall. Well, now I know what category to put you in. So now if this just turns into just some dick and pussy for you and me, then so be it. I don't want to hear shit else out, though, after the fact, because once we get past that sexual stage and you start liking me. Nothing changes for me. Because at the beginning, I'm trying to have a conversation with you about some shit and you already shelled up, of course, within reason, but you already shelled up. I'm cool now and I'm moving on to the next when it comes to that type of conversation. So if you're trying to talk about this shit later on down the line, yeah, we can have a conversation. But if you're looking forward to do what you think it's going to do with me, that shit's out. And not even literally with me, I'm talking about even representing the man like me. Or even the woman who may think like me. If a woman is trying to have a conversation with you and you keep either sidestepping the conversation or you dodge the conversation or you don't really engage fully into the conversation. And then now they check out. Don't come trying to double back around because now they're not fucking with you no more. But I digress on that point. 
So you usually don't communicate is because you're scared to be judged. So back to the whole body count thing. If you tell me I've been with X amount of people, whatever number comes to mind, y'all, that's a high number for you. Attach that to the scenario. And then now I may start to ask questions about not why, but tell me about a time when what was your most whack? What was your most who somebody who you can run it back with? I always have a, a conversation with when we have our game nights and random shit. I asked one night, what's a body that you would take back? Not because, oh, I shouldn't have done that, but, but just because the, the sex was trash. Like, yo, I could have done without that. Or tell me about a time when out of the, the bodies that you wish you can run it back because it just wasn't your best performance. Those are the type of questions that I'm going to ask about that. Most people, I don't say most, but in this scenario for the people that I'm talking to, may be scared to get judged like, oh, I don't want to say that because I don't want to say the wrong thing or whatever. During that time frame, I'm here to tell you there's not really nothing that can detour you from where this is going anyway. And that's what I'm saying. People don't usually communicate because you're just scared to be yourself. And why? Word to sugar free, you can't hide from yourself because everywhere you go, there you are. So if that's the case, then why are you afraid to be yourself when you're trying to get to know somebody and they're trying to get to know you? Repeat that. They're trying to get to know you so you won't even give them you. You're going to I know this is the it teeters the rep, the representative scenario that Chris Rock gave that when two people meet for the first time, the representatives meet and then time goes on. And then now the real people meet. It's similar to that. The difference is your representatives. In this scenario that I'm talking about are not even communicating either. You're sending your representative out to try to get the information, but you're not even asking or opening up to even get the information to take back to your real self to even see if you want to go in with that. I know that sounds weird as fuck, but a lot, I know a lot of y'all gonna really understand what I'm saying. But that's why, because you're just scared to be yourself. You're scared to be yourself while trying to give yourself. It's the weirdest shit in the fucking world. A lot of times we're, we're, we're afraid to talk too because we're scared to what to hear what the other person may have to say. Like, think about that. You may be an open book. I'm going, you can ask me whatever it is you want to ask me. But I won't ask you because if you answer in the way that I don't want you to answer, I may be turned off and I don't want to be turned off. Not realizing eventually you're going to be turned off because eventually you're, if this progresses, excuse me, you're going to end up getting that information. They're going to tell you what it is. So if you don't like somebody who. If you don't eat chicken on the bone. There's some people out there like that. I don't eat anything with a bone ribs, nothing. And now this man wants you to cook him ribs and fried chicken or this woman fried chicken and ribs all the time. Now y'all got a problem. It sounds like the most silliest scenario, but that's just what I'm talking about. You can ask me, do I like chicken on the bone? But and then I ask you, will you cook? And I say yes. And you say, no, I don't really like that. And I won't cook it. Look at now. Look at you just finally got some information. That shit really may matter to you. Again, sounds like the silliest shit, but some of this stuff matters. You may be in a scenario where. 
sexually. They don't give head. Red flag all, all automatically. You may be an oral sex person. I love to give it and I love to get it. And this person may hate both. Now y'all are in a scenario where, oh, okay, well, no, I mean, then now automatically, I'll have another episode about that. Now you want to try to change that. Well, I can change her. I can change him. Change these nuts. No, (laughs) literally. I'm going, I'm about to change that mouth and go somewhere else. That's what I'm saying. These questions and these scenarios are real because I get them on my phone on a regular basis. And this is to help with that. A lot of times we may be afraid to talk. Because. You just may lock up on the opportunity. So what I mean by that. Think about the times that you passed up on the opportunity and you may have had an opening. So. Let's just say about the future, right? Let's just the most basic scenario. Kids. Both of you have no kids. And the cop, the opportunity comes up about just the future and family. And you know this man or this woman, I, I'll speak from my perspective. So I'm talking to a female and she now we have the, the conversation comes up that we're talking about future. I come from a big family. I'm the oldest out of six. So now. I say, oh, yeah, I want. Actually, I want a big family. I want four kids. I'm, you know, I'm the oldest. I come from a big family. I know how it goes, whatever, whatever. I would like to have that with my kids so they can have a bunch of siblings and just memories and family, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. She has the opportunity to say, I don't want kids. And she doesn't say anything. And she locks up. And then now. I'm going on the perception of, oh, we just never talked about it. But of course she wants kids. You missed your opportunity now to set that that standard at the beginning of this whole shit. We're not anything. We haven't even been physical. We just talking literally the stage of talking. And I'm still not even getting a response to that or you using that opportunity to say, I actually don't want kids or I'll just tap on it just a little bit. The more severe I can't have kids. But I don't want to tell you because a da 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 da. Or a scenario where you may be talking about marriage. I have a homegirl who was dating this guy for lack of, he was in the NFL, came into obviously money, et cetera. He became a millionaire overnight. He got drafted. They were high school sweethearts, all that good shit. And they never had the conversation of her not wanting to be married. Doesn't matter now because they broke up over just regular life shit, but they never really had to even have that conversation because here it is. Now, my life is set. I'm ready. I got my career, finances, life, home, stability. I got you, whatever. Now I'm ready to get married. Or I'm, now we starting to have a conversation about marriage. And she drops the bomb of. Well, I, I honestly never seen myself being married. By the time she got to, well, I'm open for that now because of you specifically. Now they start to have other issues and then they break up, but they could have had that conversation years ago and didn't and couldn't have and could have avoided all of that shit. Right. 
But that goes to why people don't communicate. Really think like, why are we scared? Because you just may be self-conscious about your quirks or your past. Because even some little quirks, I, it, you can have little things, just a little weird, weird shit to you. Or you just may be real OCD at home and meticulous. So now when, when the conversation or the thought of you living with somebody else, now you got to come in and just fuck up my world. But y'all never talked about how are you at home? How do you, what's, what's your, the most, the most generic freestyle I can come up with would be like, what's your, what's your typical day after work, night after work like? You come home and you do what? And now they start to break down. I come home, I place my shoes in a certain way. I have to go and when I cook, I cook with this pot and this pan and this skillet and then I got to clean before I even eat. I got to make sure the kitchen is clean and then when I eat, I have to have my temp. You may be surprised like Doc, fam, that is the most over-exaggerated shit, but it's not. <laughs> I can promise you it's not. Again, I, I, I have receipts of this shit that I would never show, of course, but all of this stuff comes from a place of experience and when I heard that shit, I'm like, yo, what in the fuck are you talking about? Well, nah, bro. And then, mind you, this is one of my homeboys. Nah, bro, but you got to understand, like, just because I'm, I, you know, I have, I've been living a certain way for so long and this, da, 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 da. I get that, but that's extreme. He told a female that and she was with it. She's part of the program. No issues, no nothing. Because he told her. You also may have a, I have a homegirl who has a very, very sexually experienced past. And she met her husband in college. I think I might have tapped on this before, but she met her husband in college. When they met, she had already she, she was experienced when they met her representative never, never went away. She was in to him sexually inexperienced not really good at this, not really good at that. Oh, I've never done this position before. Like all kind of shit. And I'm like, why? <laughs> what? And then now as time progressed, nothing's changed with them sexually. In his mind, it's, oh, I know like you've never been that type of girl. You never this, you never that. Now they're not together anymore. They unfortunately divorced. And all the new information that, that he's getting about his wife that he never knew or ex-wife rather is shocking. But what you mean you and how do you wait? So you mean you've and not that she's just letting the chopper fly either. It's well, do you remember this? Well, yeah, no, it's that or his in his mind. It's like, no, nah, because you're not the type of girl that would do that. Well, no, I've done it before. Well, what the fuck? I never known that you never asked either. Cause mind you, she's an open book. Where she came in and where she where she went wrong, of course. Maybe when the opportunity presented itself, like I was saying from before, she didn't seize the opportunity, and now she's at the point where fuck it, it's over now anyway. So yeah, she was at fault. But if he never asked, you got it. That's where the other side of that blame comes in, and this is what this pod, this episode is about. Ask the fucking question because now it puts all the if you want to get into the balance of power and this and that or whatever, it puts all the onus on that person. If I'm asking you and you don't tell me, well, I asked and now if I find out some shit big or small. Now we're going to have to have another conversation about it. 
right? So in this case, she wasn't, I don't, I don't know. I, that's actually a good question I should ask. I don't know if she was ashamed of her past or whatever it may be. But if you're going and you're a little self-conscious about that, then it would make sense. But I'm here to tell you, be yourself. Because it's only going to benefit you in the long run. Because if you're, you may be a little, you may be a little ashamed. But so <laughs> it's you. It's what you do. And if we're talking about something sexual, it's only going to benefit me. Again, I don't give a fuck about who you've been with from before. But also that information can come Well, hey, what did you like? What didn't you like? Well, what was the describe? What was the and again? I may just be the minority here, but tell me about the best sex you've ever had and why. They may map out everything that had to do with the situation and not anything physical. Instantly, I can find out now that the best sex that you've ever had was because it was a mental stimulation. So I can now go into it and set up a scenario where you're the person who I'm interested in. You're the person who I like. And now I just found out that performance don't really mean shit as much as the mental stimulation. On the surface, it sounds like tell me about your best sexual experience or what's the best sex you've ever had. Deep down, though, it's. Oh, the best sex you've ever had was mental. Let it be. Tell me about the best sex you've ever had. Oh, well, it's because it was the first time I ever had an orgasm. Well, then that's why it was the best sex you've ever had, because that was just the first time you came. Not because of what he was doing or what she was doing. That's what I'm saying. The question is the question. Yes. But if you're asking, like I said earlier, you're asking the questions to find out the information that matters to you. So the question may be. We we set up a night where you're going to come over and cook for me. What's the dish that you're going to cook? And they instantly come up with. Fried chicken and macaroni and cheese. I said that because that's what I'm cooking tonight, but. um, Fried chicken and macaroni and cheese. OK, I don't eat macaroni and cheese. What would you make? Oh, well, then I'll probably swap it out for some steamed veggies. Okay, well, eh, I don't really like veggies. What else would you cook? Ah, well, then I'll probably go to mashed potatoes. Uh, or if not, then it would just be, I probably would just go with a whole nother dish then at that point. Probably like some pasta or something like that. It sounds like, oh, okay, well, you would just switch it up. No. Oh, shit, you know how to cook. Sounds like, oh, what would you cook for me because you want to impress me? No. I'm a, okay, what if I don't eat that? What if I don't eat that? What if I don't eat that? And you just keep coming up with other options. You know how to cook then. Or you may come up, I'm not really the cooker, but I'll, I'll bake. So now I know, okay, well, cool. I'll do the cooking. You do the dessert. Or would you be open to learning? With, and now we can, now our date is cooking lessons. We go somewhere. It's what, however you freak it is because it matters to you. These are tips and tricks that I'm giving y'all to get you to understand. Ask the questions that matter to you. And don't be ashamed of getting the answer. And giving an answer. I'll give you an example of like. Somebody who they're a workaholic. And you find that out at the beginning. And then you find out that all they want to do is work. 
that puts now the ball in your court to, okay, well then, how are you going to make time for me? Are you able to make time for me? Are you willing to make time for me? And now you can ask the questions that you can get those answers instead of it being, now this person may not be the best communicator. And now you're finding that out even trying to ask questions. But at least now the communication is less of one-sided and you're at least you're, you're given everything that you can. And now you can either make a decision of, you know what? This is going to be some, some dick for me or some pussy for me. And this is not going to go nowhere. Or you may get the answer that you may be like, okay, well, I can deal with that. Or I can this, or I can that, whatever it may be, but you ask the question. You may have somebody who's just comfortable with their working situation. You're the person with drive. You're the person with that, whatever. And now you're feeling like this person that doesn't have any, but it's because they just, they're comfortable in a healthy way with what their working situation may be. I don't want to own my own business. I don't want to get promoted for me. For example, once upon a time in my property management career, my thing was, if you give me, cause they paid for my housing. If you give me my housing and I'm making a certain dollar amount, I don't want to move up no more because I'm cool. I'm doing, I'm running my building. I'm doing everything that I need to do, whatever. The company I worked for was the, the largest and is the largest property management company in the world. Paid well, everything good. But you get to a point where it's like, nah, you do want more. But I was that not because it was unhealthy, but because nah, I'm my kids are taken care of. I got a roof over my head. I got uh, uh, excess of income where I can take care of my overhead and live and travel and comfort and whatever with my with my family. Right. I'm good with that. I don't need much more. At once upon a time now, a little bit different, but I evolved in that aspect, not because of I was complacent, but because I just wanted more. You get to that point where you do, you do want more, but you find that out at the beginning. You may have you may have a whole nother scenario where. A man who feels less than because. The woman, I can't have it to where my woman makes more than me. I can't have it to where my woman is the financial breadwinner. I feel like less of a man. And now as the woman, you find that out at the beginning. And at the beginning, you find out that are you and you know within yourself what you're going to be. You want you want to start your own business. You may want to be at the top of the top in your career, whatever the fuck it may be, whatever your drive is. Let's say you are the woman with drive. And now you find out that you, the man that you're dealing with can't handle you being the breadwinner. You find out at the beginning and you know you can clip it at the beginning because now this is going to be an issue. Now we got kids together. Now we've been together for 20 plus years. And I've been dealing with this shit for 20 years because I make a quarter of a million dollars a year. And that was an issue. Or like I said, the woman who has a sexual high, uh, the whole, she went through a whole phase. I'm trying to be HR appropriate, but fuck it. It's me. She went through a whole phase. She was wilding out on her own terms. She was the one. She was the man eater, for lack of a better term. She was the one like, no, nigga, I didn't fuck you. You didn't fuck me on the first night. I fucked you. I bagged you. I took you home. I gave you some pussy. You didn't take some pussy. Respectfully, we're not talking about no creepy shit. We're talking about in, in the lingo, the slang that we talk. I gave you some pussy. And now 
you get with somebody, the man is asking the questions that can revolve around that. And now he just don't like it or he with it. But at least you found out at the beginning. You're able to see and do what you like and what you dislike. That kind of brings me to the seeing stage, right? When you start to seeing each other again, hood hitch. This is my terms and in, in how I define it, because when you're in a seeing each other stage, you're literally seeing what you want or don't want. I'm seeing if I want to stay around. So now we're actually seeing each other. We went from talking, staying up late, texting, getting to know each other. We're, I'm asking all of the questions that I want to ask. I'm getting all the answers that I want to that I want to get. I'm giving you all the answers that you want. Now we progress to the seeing each other stage. Now we're actually seeing each other. We're fucking. We're hanging out. I'm bringing you around. Um, you, we are friend groups. I'm bring, I'm introducing you to the homies. Now you get to see how I interact with my boys. You get some girls who, which is, t- I'm sorry, ladies, but this is a turn off to, to niggas like me. If I get around my boys and I'm just being myself around my boys, like we just doing what men do. We're not being weird or no, we just niggas. We just hanging out sports, burping, whatever the fuck what it is that we doing. Right. And now it's like, well, no, I don't want to ha- like if we kick it, like I don't want to hang out with your friends. That's a turn off because what makes you think I want to hang out with your dusty ass friends too, <laughs> but I'm doing it because of you. The whole purpose of being in, of seeing each other is so you can see those interactions with each other. If my friends are doing everything that they can do to uh, get you acclimated and, and insert you to our friend group, then be a part of that. But now let you be seeing each other and you see some shit that you don't like. Within reason, boys will be boys. Men will be men. But if I'm just bringing again, we're talking about the early stages. We're not talking about later. We're talking about the early stages. So the early stages, you're probably going to get the real, raw, uncut, unfiltered version within reason. Because if if I you I can only talk about my friend group. Me and my homies are are tight day one friends. All of that, right? I have a homie who, whenever I would bring girls around, he would always flirt with her. No matter what, to the point to where it creeped out most of them. Like not creeped out like I don't let me let me backpedal that. It made them uncomfortable because like, bro, this is supposed to be your friend and he hitting on me. That type of shit, right? Got his ass back. He's doing what he's doing with a girl one time. I had a friend come over. I hear what he's doing. Knocking on the door, fucking with him with the door on the door. And then he comes out. Bro, what the fuck? Uh, I say, yeah, you don't like that shit, do you? So can we agree from this point on? You stop that bullshit. He's like, oh, seriously? <laughs> that was that had to be shit years ago. Never had an issue anytime I brought a female around. Now, granted, the girl that I was with. Didn't know what the fuck was going on. And I told her. Her thing was, damn. I like I as weird as it sounds, I can respect that. That's what I have to do. That's the way that it got through to him. And she respected that. And it was no issues after that. Right. But she was able to see that at the beginning. 
or anytime that anything like let's just say for example we we just talking about other shit and then another girl name come up and now you're able to see how i react to that if i'm like uh 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 no bro or whatever or if i'm just having a conversation boom oh, okay well then and then now me and you are talking i'm like oh yeah well you know because I've told you I see other people. I know you see other people or whatever. It, everything is all normal. You are now in the position to see because y'all are seeing each other to see how he reacts and adapts to all of that shit. You can see if you want to adapt, adjust or bail. Yo, I don't like how you act around that shit or I don't like the fact that when we go out to eat, you don't open the door for me. I always say chivalry ain't dead. I just over, probably overslept that day. I said this from before. My version of chivalry may be different than most people. You got some women who don't like ordering my food for you. I won't order your food for you because I don't know what the fuck you like and what you may be allergic to or whatever it may be. But some women want that. That's what I'm saying. You're able to see during the seeing each other stages while y'all laying down, while y'all doing whatever shit. Well, y'all may be physical. You may not you may not like the fact that which is a this was a I, I open up this was an issue of mine that if I'm fucking with a female I'm never going to assume that you want me to stay tonight because I dealt with females who were like yo I don't get the fuck out or I'm leaving <laughs> so I never assumed you wanted to stay and I never assumed that you want me to stay so I would get up and start getting dressed to where I had one was like no nah, we don't do that if you're gonna be coming here and come in here then you're gonna stay i couldn't do nothing but respect that i said okay well shit i i i, I take that my bad got my ass back in the bed and that was it but you're able to see if that person is even worth doing that you know what i'm saying like i respected the fuck out of her it actually you made me want her more that night because she she brought it to my attention because if I don't know no better, I can't do no better. And that's the whole point of it. If you don't know, then you can't you can't even fix it. How they say if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Well, if I don't know if it's broke, how can I fix it? Because you're not using your words to say anything. Because you may think you know someone, but you don't. You got situations where you got people who have been dating off and on for X amount of years. Right. I, and again, I'm, I'm always going to use my own experiences, but. If I'm if me and you've been off and on for let's just say seven years and I say off and on, meaning we met, we may have messed around here or there and then we fall off. You get with other people. I get with other people. And then we're both single again. And then we click and then we fall off and then we click and then we fall off, et cetera, et cetera. So on, so on, so on. Right. The time frame, the duration that I've known you. Is an illusion that I know you. But in that entire seven years, we've never had a conversation about nothing. Are nothing that really matters to us. I know you may have kids now or you had a baby in between that or you whatever the fuck it may be. You may know that, but you don't know me because you've ne- we've never had a conversation. So now we finally get together. And I thought I knew you, but now I'm finding out all this shit about you that I just don't like. Now, I feel like I'm in a position to where. Either I'm stuck because it's been years that we've been that we've been together or whatever the fuck it may be. We got married. We got property together. We got all of this shit going on. And now here it is. I never knew you. I thought I knew you, but I didn't. 
I'll use the 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 another scenario of I've known you since high school. You come into some money. I've known you poor, but now you caked up. I'm talking about in the millions. And I don't like how you are when you got money. I missed how you were when we were just financially stable, but now that you got money, you just a completely different person and I don't like that. Well, I'm pretty sure there were signs of that earlier. How how when they had a, a financial windfall, how did they react? You could have got that information, but you felt like you knew them and it was a completely different thing. Right? So how do you talk? Me, I make it into a game. Of course, I'm, I'm going to give you all the issues, but I'm also going to try to give you all the solution. I make it a game. Let's say we have to see in each other stages. Actually, I'll take it back. Let's go back to the talking stages. Y'all staying up late doing the you hang up. No, you hang up. Whether it's phone, whether it's text, whatever it may be. Right? Keep it simple. Hey, no pun intended. Um, Let's play 20 questions. Okay, cool. I'm down. Now, I'm an open book. How comfortable are you with answering questions? You now may be the person who you're okay with answering whatever. But you're horrible at asking questions. I have a homegirl like that who she's talking to a guy. They'll go back and forth for days with questions, but it's him firing off. And then her just, well, that's a good question. You answer that now. She may come up with some here or there, whatever it may be, but she's at least answering the questions. And now when she, I know she's not there yet, but when she gets to the point of, Wanting to ask the questions that matter to her. I know she will. And that's what I'm trying to help her out with. Right. That you can have situations like that. Or you can have situations where now y'all act to see in each other's stage. I play high card, low card. There's an alley-oop for some of y'all out there. You just get a deck of cards. Shuffle them up. Shuffle them up. Shuffle them up. Then make it to where it's not. One sided because now all you do is just one person flip. You take the top of the first card, the other person takes the other card, flip it over. Whoever has the highest card gets to ask the question. The reason why I say keep shuffling them because typically it's going to turn into one person asking all the questions and it, it, it gives off the illusion of like this is all set up. You would think it's like, well, what the fuck is just a card game? But you don't ever want to put somebody in a position to where they're feeling like manipulated because you just want to get all your questions off for whatever reason, making it into a game or adding that other uh, control into it of uh, cards or whatever the fuck it may be. It it lessens the blow kind of a side tangent. But think about when you are in a relationship and you tell your girl, all right, babe. If you just tell me, I won't be mad. It just and you and you for real mean that, though, like you tell me I won't be mad or honest hour, like for real. Let me I'm just going to tell you some shit. I just don't want you to be mad. I want to just get this off my chest. It's some shit that that was years ago. Da, 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 da. And then she's like, oh, babe, thank you for telling me. God damn, because I knew. But the fact that you said it just made it that much better. Take your pants off. <laughs> I've been in that situation, too. 
That's what I'm saying. So for whatever reason, it just lessens the blow. So you make it into a game. Tell me about a time when. Tell me, and now y'all really getting into a whole. Y'all didn't had a whole conversation. There's 52 cards in a in a deck. So you just got 52 questions off. Back and forth, obviously not one sided. I'm saying there's 52 questions that was asked in this game, and now y'all running back. Y'all gonna get to a point where you just say fuck the cards, and really now y'all just had a conversation. And the cards were the starter. Also, you want to read the room. What I mean by that. If the person's already said, I don't want to, I don't really want to get into my sexual past. But I'm open to talking about my sexual preferences and whatever. Go based off of that. Don't be like, okay, well then tell me about the time when the nigga did that. Read the room, bro. Or ladies, if the if if you know that he's not the best communicator, then communicate in the way that he knows how to communicate. So I'm throwing shit at a wall, but let's just say he's not the one to talk about his family history because him and his mom or him and his dad or just whatever the fuck it may be. Right. He doesn't want to talk about his family history. And then you fight, you start firing off. Well, what type of. Well, how were you raised or what? You know what I'm saying? Like, no. But if you're trying to, if the purpose of you asking about his family history, so you want to know if he wants to be married or have kids, ask him. Or how many siblings do you have? If he doesn't want to talk about his parents, but he's open to talk about everything else. Oh, well, you know, I was raised by my aunt with all my cousins. So I come from a big family. Oh, does that mean you want a big family? Or have you ever thought about that? Boom. That's your question. That's what I mean. Read the room. How do you talk? By not being a punk. Fellas, man the fuck up. Ladies, woman the fuck up. And stop being punks. Word to Martin, use your vowels. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, talk. It's not that simple. I'm, I, I, you already know what's coming, but it's really not. Because the one thing that you don't want is to look up and realize that you're with someone that you never knew. Because you're afraid to ask what their fucking sexual positions were or what's your goals in life. And the moment that y'all realize that all this shit could all be so simple, but y'all motherfuckers rather make it hard. Of course, I'm Doc J. Until next week, I holla. It could all be so simple. But you